Hi, folks. Chris Foss here from thechrisfossshow.com. Thechrisfossshow.com. Hey, we're coming to you here live on the Chris Foss Show podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe to us on YouTube, hit that bell notification button so you get all the notifications of all the cool stuff that is going on in the Chris Foss Show podcast world. Go to the CVPN. That's the Chris Voss Podcast Network.com. You can subscribe to all seven of our podcasts. You can see there crypto, politics, uh, what else is on there? Startup podcast, gaming, all that sort of good stuff. You can see all that good stuff as well. Further show to your friends. We certainly appreciate it. Leave some reviews on the iTunes channels and the other channels so we can get those reviews up. We certainly love our audience and you guys are the best audience in the world. That's what we tell every audience, actually. <laughs> uh, we have a most exciting, very interesting guest today. I got to tell you, I've been watching some of his videos and this guy is funny, spunky, and uh, definitely entertaining. And I don't say that a lot of videos because a lot of videos are really bad but he is definitely interesting uh his name is orist he's the um orist Komarski. i believe i did i do that right there we go there we go and he is a 66 year old blogger internet marketer stand-up comedian so this is going to be fun and healthcare professional lives in las vegas nevada with his wife uh they are two empty nesters with two college age children when you meet oris you'll be surprised the cover does not match the content i guess we're going to find out and uh, you'll find him funny edgy and very casual most of the time his wife and kids often have to tell him to grow up uh and if you piss him off you may find he turns into a dick really fast uh he really enjoys spending time with his wife and drinks uh fine liquor and smoking cigars while watching ufc football and Basketball are his favorite pastime. Sounds like he knows how to have a good time. Uh, he falls asleep during baseball and soccer. Aww. Occasionally, you'll read a book. If there's lots of pictures in it, probably magazines, too. I'm thinking, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Orest? I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you. I, awesome I, I love it. I'm, I'm loving it. Awesome sauce. So uh, before we get going down the road here, uh, give us your plug so people can start looking you up, checking you out on the interwebs. All right. Well, in case you don't know it, I think you'll know what my product is almost right away when I tell you the the, uh, the plug here. It's myjunkdoesnotwork.com. Myjunkdoesnotwork.com. So I don't think it's going to – you don't have to be a, 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 a brain surgeon or a nuclear physicist to figure out what my site is all about. My so junk. what I'm doing is, is helping older guys, and uh, actually a lot of women are concerned about this, find out what their options are to treat erectile dysfunction or in many cases actually dissatisfaction maybe you can't do some of the things that you were able to do a few years ago and you're just kind of like going what's going on and uh so i basically have uh, uh basically some information where i've interviewed some doctors some expert doctors which are like we'll talk about that but they're actually hard to find who are experts in this area about new therapies that are out there that weren't available until just recently and uh most guys are too embarrassed uh, to go and find out about this. They won't talk to anyone. And so you can basically get this information. You can go into a closet in your house, turn on your computer or your phone, and get this information privately without embarrassment. Nice. So Who is MyJunkDoesNotWork.com. MyJunkDoesNotWork.com. Now I'm, just, wait, I'm just plugging the don't, website. Don't wait. Don't hesitate to procrastinate. Skip this interview. Go to that site right now. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Uh, oh, there is. <laughs> so you do a lot of videos on your website. You've got a website uh, that you talk about a lot of the stuff. You're on Instagram. You're pretty much everywhere doing your vlogging and stuff. Um, and your entertain your videos are really entertaining. You guys want to go subscribe to his YouTube channel and stuff. They're they're a lot of fun uh, and uh, very funny too. Uh, very witty. And uh, but yeah. So um, what prompted you on this journey? What's the story behind uh, why this is important to you and what what made this uh, kind of something that uh, you were interested in? Well, this uh, so so uh, so sit down. This is a long answer. Uh, you won't have to ask another question. I'm sitting down. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't be that long. Uh, so when I was 45, uh, my wife had our first child, and at that point in my life, I was uh, 240 pounds. Uh, I, I was the shape of a uh, of a watermelon, and about as mobile as a watermelon. And I had to make a decision about whether I was going to uh, 
be a grandfather or a father to my kids. And my, my waist and my age at 45 were the same, and my waist was outpacing my age. I think you're describing me. <laughs> Fortunately, you don't have any mirrors in the room, Chris. <laughs> nah, yeah, we're, we're, I'm anti-mirror. I'm on so, the anti-mirror crusade. You can go to anti-mirror for chrisvoss.com. That's right. So, uh, uh, so I was, I was, I was at that point and I, I made a very, very uh, strategic decision. And at that point I, I entered into what, what's uh, called, or used to be called, they're trying to change the name of it, but basically the anti-aging space. And I found a lot, a lot about, uh, a lot of things that men can do to increase their, uh, their lifestyle, the quality of their life through various, uh, biohacks, things like that. And uh, I got into the space and I've been in it for, for, uh, from that time on since 45. And over time, a lot of this, you know, a lot of times we start journeys like this uh, out of self-interest. And I'm doing this journey out of self-interest and I'm sharing the knowledge that I've learned about how to improve the quality of your life and consequently those that you love, which happens to be my tagline. Uh, so, so it's really out of self-interest. And I've, I see so many men uh, kind of go over time mm -hmm. uh, where they really degenerate significantly. Now, you know, I'm going to degenerate. There's no doubt about that. And even though I'm, I've done all these things, uh, I'm sure that at age 55, uh, I was better at age 55 than I am at, at 66 today in some respects. But I, I, some of the things I really do believe that uh, I've actually uh, managed to slow the process or really uh, immediate it with, with some of the, with several of the things that I've done in the past. And so this is my, this is my I share my journey, uh, doctors, uh, therapies, uh, also, but it's not just that, I also go into vices and virtues. Uh, you know, I, I, I did not realize I was cutting a cigar wrong until about a few years ago, uh, which is very, it's, it's, it's sacrilegious. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and, that's, and then, that's, uh, and then you gotta uh, get that right. You gotta get, did, you gotta get the video. scotch and the cigar just right. Yeah, and uh, I also did a video about uh, how uh, uh, how to properly light a cigar because there is a, actually a whole technique and uh, about how to do that properly. And the old guy also, it's not just about it's just not about guys. Uh, I go places that people are uncomfortable talking about. That should be talked about. Yeah, I saw yeah. you uh, interviewed a young lady about uh, vaginal atrophy and re vaginal regenerative rejuvenation. Rejuvenation, so. yes. She would love the fact that you would call it. She's she's actually actually uh, I'm going to be a guest on her podcast here in a few weeks, uh, nice. and 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 we spent a lot of time talking about that because uh, let's say okay, most guys don't know that uh, at with, with as women age that uh, urinary incontinence is a huge issue. Yeah, it's, a monster, yeah. it's a monster issue. And there are treatments that are out there that are actually fairly uh, that are available that, again, that weren't available until just recently to deal with I, that. I think in my 20s, I actually caused a lot of vaginal atrophy so and head wounds. It was, That's uh, right. Uh, <laughs> atrophy is like disuse dysfunction. <laughs> so uh, you got to go for the, it's right there you can't you know you've done stand-up you gotta you got it's right there you can't yeah, you can't yeah, let yeah, that go yeah, yeah you uh, got yeah, the, the, the low fruit the, the low fruit is the dick jokes that's what it's referred to yeah well we're getting to that you know you gotta <laughs> yeah. start you gotta start with the vagina and then you get never mind so um so you got this website um i know i know you know my father went on a journey where, where as he got older you know he had to go have the prostate thing um, I know a lot of people, you know, I've hit my, one of my 52 now, uh, you know, everyone's starting to bug me. Like, have you gone done the prostate thing? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, my dad had to have prostate, the prostate surgery where they, I think they ram a hot rod up your PP and fry the hell out of everything or something like that. Um, you guys have prostate cancer? Uh, yeah, he, he really put it off getting it done for like 10 years and it got bad. Uh -huh. And, uh, so they had to, I don't, I don't know what they did. It was like that scene out of, uh, Braveheart or something where at the end where Mel Gibson's laying on the thing and they're doing all sorts of things to his, his lower extremities. 
I don't know. I don't know. That's just kind of how I imagine it might be. So, you know. It's a laser in a James Bond movie. Yeah. 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 It's just uh, threading the needle there, if you will. <laughs> wow. I just came up with that reference. No, that's making me cringe. So you, you help old guys kind of, kind of talk about their issues. I know one problem with men is men don't talk about their problems. We just, uh, either just go kill things or break things or, build engines or something, or, you know, uh, we do have a high suicide rate because we don't talk about our issues and, uh, you know, women outlive us. So they're, you know, know, they're like, Hey, what's going on in the bedroom? You certainly don't want them trading you in for a pool boy. Um, so, you know, that's important to, you know, still be able to hit the ball out of the park, if you will, I suppose. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one thing. And I know, I know as you get older, I mean, your, your sex life tends to die and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, maintaining that, uh, stiff upper wind lip, whatever you want to call it, um, gets to be a little bit challenging. <laughs> let's, call, let's call it what you, come on now. You, I mean, we're, we're, you're jumping around the words. It's a stiff dick. It's a stiff. Well, okay. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you go there. Right? Your, you're the guest on the show. I'll let you. I just think the references are funny. You know, the, the stiff wind, whatever. I mean, when you're like 12 years old, the wind blows and, and you can like pound in nails of that thing. You're just like, you can just go over and hammer and shit. And yeah. you know, like, I use mine as a screwdriver most of the time, both flathead <laughs> and Phillips sometimes hex too. If you, hit it hard but but when you get older the blood flow isn't flowing you know i mean i'm lucky if i got blood going to my brain right now as it is um and uh your blood veins are probably not as as uh whatever i mean you know viagra certainly comes into play for people and so a lot of your information you're collecting you're sharing with your audience and stuff what what is it tuned into? What what's the specifics on it when it comes to treating and 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 issues what men are having? Okay, so before I answer that, my Sue, the IP lawyer I hired, she wants me to read this all the time. I start talking about this stuff. She goes, "This is information only. Consult with an appropriate professional before starting any program. Do not be stupid." She did not write that. I wrote that. You're responsible. <laughs> you're responsible for your own shit. The old guy is a capitalist and not a socialist weasel. He will be promoting stuff here and will be compensated if he's lucky. You can't rest assured the old guy only promotes stuff he uses. You will have different results because we're all well, different. There, there you go. There you go. So now I got that that, that out of there. Um, so uh, this whole thing of erectile dysfunction is kind of uh, uh, is actually related to the whole. Uh, uh, it's not just for older guys now. It's actually occurring in younger and younger men, and it has to do with uh, some things that uh, what I want to call uh, the assault on, uh, on on males. And there's a there's a whole thing you can discuss and debate about societal, uh, but there's also a uh, environmental assault that's occurring. And uh, so erectile dysfunction is something that affects many men and now it's actually uh what urologists will tell you is that younger and younger men are showing up in their clinics wow and uh there's uh the fact is is that this situation uh first of all it, 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 what it represents is a is a loss of uh, physical and emotional intimacy in a relationship if you're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. I mean, if, if uh what's what's that uh tinder yeah, Tinder. What's one that Ashley Madison? Yeah, if you're on Ashley Madison, you're not in a committed relationship. Uh, I don't know about 50, 80 percent of the guys I think on there were married, but um, well, yeah, but is that a committed relationship? I, don't know. <laughs> I got a few married buddies that I'm yeah, just like, yeah. why? What is so, the point? Yeah. So, uh, so what it is, it, it it represents a loss of physical and emotional intimacy. Uh, it's a it's a loss of your ability to actually have pleasure both for yourself and your partner it uh it robs you You, you're sitting there and you're wondering the whole time whether one whether you're going to be able to to get it in whether you're going to be able to keep it in where you're going to be able to come and this has implications to not just to to you because it actually goes on because it starts to affect your brain your psyche as a man real important part of this whole process the whole thing yeah because because sex is is a big part of us being a man and so it starts to affect your psyche. And most guys, a lot of guys will not talk about it. They're not going to talk about it to their physician. 
a lot of times they won't. Uh, a lot of times they won't talk about the person they're in a relationship with, their wife or their girlfriend or, or whoever. Uh, and they certainly don't talk about to other guys. I mean, guys don't stand around and go, hey, how's your junk? Well, my junk's not working so well. How about yours? Uh, well, yeah, I had a little problem last time with my junk. And, uh, you know, it just kind of it didn't work. And we just kind of rolled over and, and kind of there was an awkward moment of silence when nothing was happening. I think <laughs> they have those conversations down at those bars, what the uh, uh, LGBT community calls the Fruit Loop in Las Vegas. Uh, I think those conversations do go on, but yeah, you're right. Most guys don't. Actually, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. I, 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 I think it's more show and tell. It's a, more show I, I think there's a lot more bravado there. Uh, but uh, no, I because I, I, I have some I have some good friends and, and uh, we've talked about this too. And it's not it's not a it's not just a heterosexual problem. Uh, it, it's pervasive in, in all uh, in the homosexual community too. And so so guy, guys will not talk about this, and then. Uh, what happens is that they get distant. They, 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 the distance starts off just from a, a physical, emo, emotional standpoint, and then they start becoming less and less communicative. And that usually what happens is that distance grows apart. And erectile dysfunction is actually a factor in 20% of divorces. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge mistake. Yeah. And I suspect that if you, if you narrow the range down on divorces, the men in their 40s and up, that it will be a higher percentage, but when you're, you know, when you're getting, if you're getting divorced at 22, it's usually because you, you got married when you were stupid and you, you both made yeah. a mistake. Most guys are um, like 35. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were already at 22. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sure I think I was an idiot at 35 too, but that's a whole different story. Uh, so that well, happened. You did say your wife, you know, in the bio, you did say your wife is still telling you to grow up. So that's, that might yeah. be a sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's always good. Everyone, everyone, likes, everyone likes a little bit of a bad boy still. Uh, so, uh, and, and then what happens also is, uh, the other person, let's say, you know, the, the woman, the wife in the relationship, well, they start to wonder, uh, you know, does he find me attractive anymore? Yeah, is he yeah. still in love with me? Is he, is he having an affair or is he, has he substituted me with porn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, so, uh, so that is, it, it's a, it, it, and then, you know, that whole depression, that whole distancing, non-communicative, that just uh, cascades into other areas of your life. You can cascade into, into your, your relationships and cascade into your business. If you're, if you're a grumpy old guy, uh, guess what? You're not going to be very good at customer service. You're going to be the guy on the lawn going, you kids get off my lawn. That, that, that's exactly it. And that, and that uh, has to do with one of the, one of the major factors uh, in erectile dysfunction uh, is, is actually low testosterone. Oh, and, uh, so the two are connected then. Well, testosterone is the major driver of uh, your sexual energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it acts both on the central and your brain, basically, and, and locally. Yeah. So, uh, so that is a, a huge factor. Uh, that may not be the only one. There's a, I mean, that can be, that's kind of the first place you look is your, at your testosterone. Uh, and then you look at other factors. Now, if you are a younger guy, uh, and I'm going to say in your 20s and, and 30s, if you are a younger guy uh, with erectile dysfunction, uh, that often means you are in serious risk of having a heart attack or other heart issues. Yeah, I've seen that commercial on TV where the guy talks about his uh, erectile dysfunction when he's young, and he said it's you know an indication that there's heart problems. So thank God I never heard that, but yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. So so it's not unusual. And uh, just kind of the, to get off this whole, the, the, I mean, not to get up a kind of a sideline here. Um, there's a thing called porn in pie, porn induced erectile dysfunction. And this is, a, you, you, yeah, you're laughing, but it is. It's no, a, I, I know. It's, yeah. a, it's a motherfucking serious problem. Uh, what, what it has to do with is that um, I, I read something that in England that most Boys by the age of 12, 50% boys by the age of 12 will watch porn on the internet. Okay. And when you watch, if you start very young, you start to see the, you know, the porn movies and all this stuff. And you have this, first of all, you have this totally unrealistic idea of sex. Totally. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. A lot of women complain about that because these guys show up and they think that they're coming to a porn studio and then they're kind of like, Wow, you, you know you have you have no idea how much those guys you know what they've shot in their dick to make it hard and stand out like that for an hour and a half. And what they you know cocaine's for? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, vacuum pumps, all sorts of shit, and and you know that's just not you know. And then like so, th so they sit there and they try to compare themselves to this guy who's like just all jacked up, and uh, and then the other thing that happens is that first of all you have this uh, un unrealistic expectations about how sex is going to be, and then, then of course you have a total unrealistic expectation of how it's going to be with 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 the other person who's in, involved with you in the relationship, and then. Um, what also happens is that your brain becomes desensitized yeah. to normal sexual stimuli. And so it becomes harder and harder to get an erection uh, if, if you are a, a, a uh, habitual or, or chronic user of porn. The other thing, and I was, I was stunned to find this out, there's a study from the Department of Defense that uh, looks at porn usage among enlisted servicemen. And they are more prone to be violent with women. Wow, I know that. Yeah. I know on the basis they do have a lot of problem with uh, yeah domestic violence and stuff like that. It's really yeah, and, and 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 some of that has I, I, some of that. And one day that's one of the things they, they found was a was a factor was the amount of porn that was consumed. Because you can imagine you get on a base or you're on a ship or whatever, and you you you're probably just you're I mean, living you know, on porn, man, because you're, you're, you're nowhere near a woman. Yeah, you're, the, you're, you're 23 and living on porn. So, so that's 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 kind of the the the, the other side of the porn. But the traditional, what you consider the the old guy with the erectile dysfunction, uh, a lot of times that has to do, as as you mentioned earlier, with uh, uh, poor vascularity, or it could be with a traumatic event like something happening to your prostate or some sort of injury. Mm -hmm. So those those are the, the more traditional things that when we think about. And your testosterone goes down as you age too, right? Well. Yes, it, it goes out very significantly uh, right uh, at age 40 and, and up. Uh, and in some cases, uh, more lower than that. And actually, we're seeing, uh, again, doctors are reporting seeing younger and younger men uh, with low testosterone. And part of this has to do is that uh, there has been a generational decline of testosterone in men. And there was a, a study called the Massachusetts Male Aging Study. And it was basically from the uh, uh, mid-80s till about 2005. And generationally, the levels of testosterone in men are going down. And wow. the, not only are they going down, but the lab companies have, are adjusting what they consider the normal ranges. They're downgrading the normal ranges. Wow. Of what they consider to be normal, and the, the, the ranges are huge in terms of what they consider normal. This but explains why I've been growing breasts the last ten years. Well, that and uh, well, I like jewelry sure. too. I like diamonds and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Listen. Let, okay. 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 So this, this is, this is, this is where sometimes, uh, uh, this is where, where I'm, I'm going to draw a distinction here. Low testosterone does not mean you're going to be feminized. Okay, I think there's people are saying that they're saying that that guys are the guys are becoming beta males and becoming uh, feminized, yeah. and I would say that is that is incorrect. Unless you're uh, a guy who listens to New Kids on the Block, then you're definitely yeah, yeah, becoming yeah. feminized. Yeah, <laughs> but but no no no, what they're becoming is not feminized because uh, we've all we've all been on the on the end of an estrogen storm. Uh, <laughs> you know, a few of those. Yeah, yeah, it's a mighty powerful, mighty, mighty, mighty powerful. But guys are becoming eunuchs. That's not they're a good not picture. Being, what's that? That's not a good picture. Yeah, so so it's not that they're becoming feminized; they're becoming eunuchs, which means that they're losing their masculinity, and there is nothing that is replacing it. Can I find out who these guys are so I can start dating their wives? <laughs> If they, if, yeah, I don't think. If you're so. having this problem, please call into the show and give us your wife's phone number. Yeah, we certainly appreciate that. Yeah. You can dial one eight hundred five 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 twelve twelve. Yeah, well, uh, but believe me, they, 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 you don't want to be in that one. <laughs> I make a great pool boy. Great on yeah. the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Chris, something tells me you and manual labor don't don't mix. <laughs> no, not at all. No, not unless. I don't, I don't give you that idea, but I, just, I mean, I, I've, I've. I've uh, I don't know. I've checked the nuts and bolts on on beds that are held together just to make sure that they. <laughs> so um, so testosterone 
is uh, kind of disappearing and going down. So um, what do you recommend people do with that? Well, I, you know, I, I think that one is, uh, I, my recommendation is to find a good uh, anti-aging doctor. And uh, the challenge is, is that uh, most, uh, I'll get in trouble for this, but most primary care physicians don't really uh, understand hormone optimization for men. Mm. And uh, because they basically treat off of the uh, uh, laboratory averages, which are basically going down. But secondly, there's been, there, for many years, there's been all these, these myths about testosterone, <laughs> which uh, I think there's actually, a, there, there, there actually is a long uh, paper uh, by the Mayo Clinic that was put out a couple of years ago that kind of dispels a lot of these myths. And more, you're seeing more and more of these clinics, you hear, you're hearing advertising on the radio and television. Uh, I think it's, it's not all these clinics, some of these clinics are great, some of them are, are just a, a, a ATM machines for, for the owners, for the operators. Because of this, this, is, this is a cash business. Your, uh, your insurance company does not pay for this. And these, these doctors uh, don't bill to your insurance. They basically say it's cash on pay. But finding a doctor that really understands the values that they're looking at when they look at these tests. And they, uh, my particular doctor, uh, he is like dogmatic about it. Like every six months, if I'm over by a day, uh, wow. he, will not, he will not renew my prescription. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, he's very dogmatic about it. You know, twice a year I have to go and uh, look at all my all sorts of parameters and some other things that we do. But I personally have been on testosterone for twenty two years. Nice, twenty two yeah. years. So you're you're sixty five, sixty six now. Yeah, so, so you started thirty sixty seven. So when I was forty five, when I had that that moment, okay. uh, that wow. uh, I, I had a friend of mine who was who was in the space, and this was way before it became popular. You know, mm -hmm. like. Uh, you know, my, my PCP was uh, you know, telling me, oh, you know, your, your balls are going to uh, disintegrate, your dick's going to fall off, and uh, you're going to get prostate cancer and, and die. That's uh, usually, that, that, that usually happened to me during marriage. Yes. Just <laughs> takes them off, puts them in their purse. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to sneak in your room there for yeah. a second. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, uh, so, uh, so th th there were all these, you know, it's going to hurt your heart, it's going to do this, it's going to do that. And, uh, you know, you have to make your own decisions about this, but uh, I, I can't imagine what my life would be if I, if I was not doing this along with some, with a few other things. So now, uh, now let me ask you this. So you're taking like a, a thing to boost your testosterone. Is that correct? I'm taking testosterone. Not, 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 a, not a, okay. Not a, it's basically actually testosterone. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I know that there's something, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here, because uh, you know you've you've done a lot of research in this. But you have to be careful how much more testosterone can't more testosterone lead to some other issues if you're getting too much for your body. Well, you know, unless you're going to a place that looks like a, a WWF casting call room, mm -hmm. uh, you're not gonna, you know, most most responsible doctors are not going to do that. Basically, <laughs> what they'll doctors will do they'll try they'll titrate you to effect to where you're feeling good, where you have some energy. Uh, they're not going to give you like, and, and I, I will say that, that most of the time your, your, your numbers end up being what they would have been like in their twenties and thirties. Nice. I okay. had a friend who, who did some of this work and he was having a, he was having problems with the whole stiffness issue. Uh, and, uh, and he, he, he had gotten some um, enhancement and he's, He's like back, he's like Chris almost like 20 years ago. And it, it helped his energy level. It helped his whole countenance and well-being and stuff. So um, this is a real big deal. I mean, what are some signs that people, that, that guys uh, should look for if they're low testosterone, then they should go have a look into this? I, I think that, you know, I think just what you mentioned there, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story in a little bit, but uh, basically if you are basically one low energy, mm -hmm. uh, low sex drive, Mm -hmm. uh, a mental fog, uh, indecisiveness, uh, weight gain, and, and, a, and a loss of, uh, of, of muscle mass. Yeah, that's one of the things I've noticed recently in, in recent years. Uh, my muscle mass, if I work out and stuff, it disappears really fast, and it's even harder to build. It used to be when I, if I went and worked out, um, you know, my muscles just be like, boom, here's some muscles for you. 
And now it seems like I have to work out harder and it seems like they disappear quicker on me. Yeah, no, I, I that, that wholly happened. And, and the, the reverse of it is that it, it enhances your uh, ability to retain muscle and put it on. Uh, it improves your, your uh, whole outlook on life, your, your positive outlook on life. Yeah. Uh, your your decision making process, you feel more in control. Yeah. Uh, improves your libido, and it's not like and, and and just so that everybody's very very clear. Taking it will not get you those effects. You have to take it with working out. You have to take it, you know, with you have to get your body to right, do its right, right. and respond. And feed it so I'm not going to be able to get you know feeling better if I'm eating Big Mac quarter pounders and fries all day sitting behind the mic here yeah, like right. I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. A shot will not give you uh, taking a, taking uh, a snorted. Yeah, snorted. Uh, so, so that that is really really a factor. And then you know the it then then kind of leads into this you know the whole thing about uh, uh, the the erectile dysfunction because that that has is all about your libido. It's about your mass. It's about your blood flow. It's about your attitude. It's about how good you feel about yourself. All those things are, are a factor in that. And uh, and so it's 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 a it's a whole life wellness thing. Mm-hmm. So if they go to your site, how can they find out more data about this? Do you have like a, a thing on your site or videos that are particular? Where where's some more where they can tap into your research? Okay. Well, if you go to mydunkdoesnotwork.com, I have an interview with a, a friend of mine named Jay Campbell, and he's an expert on uh, testosterone optimization therapy. And we talk about that. Uh, we talk about uh, the uh, the relationship between testosterone and erectile dysfunction. And we talk also about uh, testosterone therapy. What do those numbers mean uh, from, from the laboratory? What's bullshit and what's not bullshit? Uh, you know how to find a, how to identify a good doctor. Um, the because uh, so there's a whole. Uh, if you end up talking again, I, I don't mean to be um, uh, basically deriding them, and I'm not because they, they, they they're kind of in a tough place. But most of the time, your primary care physician will not know. And I I will tell you that this is kind of I, I mentioned this to somebody I was talking to the other day. I have two sets of doctors. I have two kinds of doctors that I, that I have. <laughs> I have my disease doctors, which you know if I got a bad joint or if I got this or I got uh, you know, some something that needs to attention or whatever. And quite frankly, I don't care if that if that doctor, if he or she is four hundred pounds, and you know, uh, whatever. You know, if if they're an expert in their field, and they're the best in their field, it does not matter. The flip side is, if you are in the anti aging space as a practitioner. My deal is, I better want to look like you. Okay, is that kind of like a cook thing where you want to, you you know how good they are based upon what they look like, how good of a cook yeah. they are. Well, you know, not you know, it, it, it it's a matter of you know, are you reaping the benefits of the therapy you're promoting? Are you walking and talking your therapy? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because if you're not, I'm I'm out of there. I don't believe you because you don't know what the you, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So on your website, do you have like doctors you recommend and stuff like that? Pardon me? On your website, do you have like doctors you recommend or? I don't um, recommend any particular doctors uh, okay. because it, you know, I mean, people are just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but we, we talk with Jay and I talk about how to find the right doctors Yeah. and, uh, and, and the importance of that because uh, it, it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually uh, Jay's got a great book on testosterone called uh, testosterone optimization therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> um Again, he's a uh, 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 he's he's a great knowledge, um, but like I said, I've been I've been through it. I've been through a lot of doctors, uh, tried all sorts of forms of administration of testosterone <laughs> from from gels to pellets to shots. Wow, they have uh, pellets. Yeah, yeah, they have pellets. So uh, my 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 take on the pellets one is I had real problems with the surgical area that they serve them, um, mm-hmm. opening of what they call sterile abscesses, mm-hmm. which were a pain in the ass, literally a pain in the ass, because that's where they put it, uh, oh, yeah. to, to deal with. And uh, and the other thing is that no one knows how quickly you metabolize those pallets. Mm. Pellets. Some people metabolize them really fast. <clears throat> some people really slow. So there's no 
there's no rhyme or reason about how, how, how quickly you metabolize those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've had, like I said, I've had several doctors and one doctor's in jail. Uh, that was a whole interesting story. Was he a good doctor or a bad doctor? <laughs> he was, he was, he was knowledgeable, but he was an arrogant prick. And he uh, was in jail. Yeah. And I was in jail because, uh, uh, he was doing bad stuff. He was doing what you had mentioned when you talked about uh, the uh, the monster super physiological doses. Oh wow! And and somehow he got somehow his name came up with that uh, whole thing with that wrestler that uh, I think was somewhere in Alabama or whatever it died or something from yeah died suicide murder murder suicide oh, kind of deal. And, oh uh, that thing I think I remember that yeah yeah so he he kind of his name somehow surfaced in, in that thing and uh, it came back to bite you. Yeah, well, that and stupidity, arrogance and stupidity will 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 do that to you. So, uh, if you're a guy out there and you're wondering, you know, is my testosterone uh, waning and all that good stuff, they should check out your website. They should uh, watch your videos, learn more about you. They can probably reach out to you and get some consulting. Do you offer any of that? Uh, we're 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 starting to. I have okay. I have not quite set up an official program, but that's something that's coming on board. You do some erectile coaching. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> remotely. Remotely, I do. I, I, <laughs> I'll, I uh, I'll send you some pictures of me talking. That's, that's well, if you just that. as long as they're on Snapchat, that's fine. Uh, the uh, you know, I, I, I usually have my testosterone checked fairly regularly. Me and Robert Kraft, we go down to those massage parlors, the rub and tugs down there on Eastern and Sunset, <laughs> and uh, he holds my hand and whatever, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a guy and you're wondering about these things, I mean, like I said, I've I've noticed in my old age that you know I, my sex drive has kind of died off. It doesn't help with my weight. I'm sure my age is a factor, and um, the uh, you know I, I'm kind of at that age where if if uh, the, the girlfriend says, "Hey, um, do you want to do you want to get on tonight?" I'm like, uh, "What do you got cooking? You got some sandwiches or some spaghetti or something?" That sounds a whole lot easier for me to take down. But uh, no, I mean, it's probably something I need to look at because, like I said, my the way my muscles disappear and are just, it's really kind of crazy now. And yeah. uh, Chris, it's Chris, a little hard for me, it's hard for me to pick up those Victoria's Secret girls unless yeah, I yeah. You know, get that muscle going. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, didn't, I didn't know the catalogs weighed that much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You should just have a mic and just do a mic drop right there. That was a good one. That was awesome. <laughs> I didn't know the catalogs. <laughs> so, so no, you are you, uh, you, my friend, are at a critical age, and I and I say that uh, is that while guys that are in their sixties and seventies can uh, be helped by having testosterone therapy, if you get on the front side of this decline in your testosterone levels, mm-hmm. then you will have a, you know, prevention is it, 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 so to a large extent of a preventive measure is that you will not have the significant decline uh, that, 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 that a, a man who does not get on it until later in life or at all. Cause yeah. at some point, at some point, sometimes, sometimes people are, are so far gone, you know, it, it's kind of like uh, they, they're just so used to it that they don't, you know, you don't even know any better because it's happening to you so slowly. Yeah, it's a slow decline. Do you, you know, one thing I've started doing, uh, we used to make fun of my dad because he always used to nap all the time. I noticed that I like to nap a lot these days. Is that maybe a sign or am I just an old fart? I, I don't know. I don't nap. So, uh, all right. I'm just wondering because, you know, I, I, think, I, I think, I think you're, you're old, an old fart. Yeah. I mean, I my think, energy. I think, I think you're old beyond your years. I think my, I think my testosterone has gone down quite a bit. I mean, I had to quit dating the 19 year old Victoria's Secret Scrolls, and I just kind of, I just stick with the 20, 21 year olds now. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you, you and uh, Epstein. Uh, I mean, well, no. <laughs> I stick to 18 and over. I ain't going to jail, baby. And, I mean, when you start dating girls with braces, I don't even like girls that, like, I've seen girls that are like 30 and 35 and they have braces because they're fixing their teeth and shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. That just, that's just weird to me, man. I'm not going there. Once you, once you cross that line, you don't go back. So I, I don't, I'm not going, I'm not going to go hang out with uh, Jared at Wendy's or no, hold on, Subway. Jared, so. Jared I don't want to share a yeah. cell with that dude. Yeah. 
Famous, famous, famous uh, sex uh, perverts. But, uh, but you know, you, you speak to something that's very, uh, it's true. Uh, there's a friend of mine on um, uh, Facebook, and she's spoken at TED, and, and she talks about one of the biggest problems is, you know, you and I didn't have that problem. We had Sears catalogs and girls in Easter dresses with hot ankles down at the uh, train station. Um, the the kids nowadays, they have... They have uh, access to the just the most pervasive porn you can find on the internet in all oh, yeah. different uh flavors of fetishes to the point you can't imagine and i can't imagine and once you get hooked on a fetish i mean you're there and if you're meeting new girls you're you know you're like hey man i like doing this uh, uh chimpanzee swing vietnam sex chair with a midget in the room and they're just going like what the hell is going on here man yeah, at least yeah, most yeah, of them are. I, and, I, thought it was supposed to be, I was supposed to be. I thought you loved me. Yeah, yeah. It's and and women are just like you know. That's like year ten of a marriage when things start going downhill. Then we then we bring Wait, in the chimpanzee and the midget. Yeah, I used to have five rules of life, uh, and rule number three is all guys lie. The more they want they something, the better they lie. <laughs> the the first the first the first lie. The first lie you'll hear is, uh, I love you forever. <laughs> and then it's followed by, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> it sounds like actually most of the women I did, but, there's <laughs> yeah. that. but, yeah. uh, but no, I mean, it, it's a real big thing. Um, do you think uh, the lowering of testosterone in, in men's system, is it just a de-evolution? Is it the food we're eating, the chemicals that we have around us, uh, stuff like that? I think I think some people have surmised, and I, I imagine this is probably theory, but, you know, like some, some of it's chemicals, some, you know, we've got food now that has so much antidepressants that's coming oh, from the, yeah, you know. It's, it's not, it's not theory. Uh, a lot of this has to do with, uh, uh, what's what's the term of the the, uh, the technical terms called endocrine disrupting compounds? Mm. Okay, and so it it has to do with uh, uh, basically uh, the hormones that are put in the food, the uh, the processing chemicals. I mean, if it, if it, if if you buy it in a can and it's good until twenty twenty five, that's that's that that's like something that's got was put into embalming fluid. <laughs> I'm never going to be looking at a can of beans the same. Thanks, buddy. You just ruined chili for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours. Well, good till 2025. Uh, there's a, you know, all, all the hormones that are put into, into animals. That's true. All the I mean, there's, you've, you've, all seen, the, you've seen lots of people talk about that, like getting the uh, B, BST or BTS out of like butter and BPA, milk. And BPA, well, plastics, BPA plastics. Yeah, there's um, that too. Yeah. yeah. So, so all, all, all that. Oh, oh uh, GMOs. Yeah, GMOs. Uh, GMOs. Uh, all of that stuff is not stuff that we are uh, designed to consume, and so we're having a we're having a, a huge assault on our endocrine system. And it's not just affecting testosterone, but it's affecting other things, and it's affecting actually it's affecting also women. So, uh, one of the things that that is really uh, scary. Uh, is that uh, there was a study done by the World Health Organization and that said sperm counts in men in the industrialized world, this is just in the industrialized world, are down by 50% from 1973 to 2011. Wow, man. That makes it harder for the for the whole thing to uh, reproduce and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just effect of all this pollution and crap we have in the oh, systems, yeah. the mercury... You know, I've had friends up in the northwest that have gotten mercury poison because they're eating too much fish because they live yeah. up there. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. it's crazy. And so there's a study out of Hebrew University in Israel that said that if this trend continues at the rate it is, most men in civilized countries in the industrialized world are going to be infertile by 2050, 2060. Wow, they could really use that up where I'm uh, staying now to write a book in Utah. They could use some <laughs> infertility, they, and and I think there's there are some people we we that really I'd like to see stop reading, 
but uh, it's always <laughs> it's always the guy with eight kids who you don't you don't want him to have eight kids. You know what I mean? No, but, but, uh, but it's that you know who's populated though is third world countries. Yeah. Yeah. That that's who that's who's not affected by this, and so, yeah. so not not that I ever read the uh, not that I have a, the Atlantic Monthly coming to my house or anything, but I was reading an article uh, yesterday, and it was just like it talked about how what's happening is that like the large metropolitan areas like New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco are becoming kid free zones. And that's fine with me. About, no, I'm and, just yeah, and they talked about how. We are not reproducing, and we are not having as much sex as we were in the past. And now they were, they were, they, were, they, were, they, they totally. And actually, I was, I was going to write to the author of this thing uh, because the real underlying cause of this is one low sex drive with low testosterone, low sperm counts. And this is not this is not just a phenomenon in the United States. Mm-hmm. This is actually uh, becoming a, a kind of a worldwide thing. Where uh, you know uh, it's 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 becoming an issue. So yeah, they've been talking about how the millennials aren't breeding as much, having kids. Uh, one of the problems with the millennials and the Gen uh, Zers or Yers—I can't keep track of which week it is. I can't either. Gen Xers. Um, I, just, I, I, just call, I call them young punks, or if I'm yeah. really pissed off, young pukes. I, I tell them, I, I call them, get off my lawn. Uh, the you know you brought this up earlier, the NMC and relationship and stuff. Uh, I mean, certainly if you're in a relationship with a, a woman, hopefully you care about her uh, intimacy and making sure that everybody's happy in the sexual part of the relationship. And really, to me, that's what being in a relationship and being married too is you've got to balance everything, the intimacy of your friendship relationship you have in a marriage or, or relationship and also the sexual part of it. Because if you don't have the sexual part, you're just really a friendship and people's needs aren't being met on both sides. Um, or maybe just on one side, really, if you're one of those guys who finishes in about five seconds, but, uh, they've attributed some of it to the disposal nature, disposal nature of like, you know, these apps like Tinder, where you can just call up, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're not really calling up sex, but you're basically calling up a one night date that wham, bam, thank you, man. And, and you don't call her. And, and, and in those sort of, I'm sure in those sort of experiences, you don't really care about the intimacy and the fulfillment of both partners quite as much. And uh, I guess, I suppose that's a factor as well. I, th- I think so. I'm not, to be real honest, you know, since, I mean, since I've been married for so long, I haven't really been keeping track of, of, uh, of these kind of things. I just kind of hear about peripherally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but if, you know, if you are not in a committed relationship, I think that, yeah, it only makes sense that you're, you're, you're really just, uh, uh, not, uh, you're really just thinking about yourself. And I'm, I'm in a, uh, a men's group and, and the guy who, who runs this guy named Garrett J. White, and he uses the term, uh, basically, basically screwing without a relationship is a vaginal masturbation. I have some jokes for that, but it might take me <laughs> just to yeah, write them. Yeah, but, 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 uh, but, that, but that's what it is. It's, it's just, you know, if, if you're not in a relationship and you're not, and, and it's just really about, you know, it's, it's, it's really about just coming at, at that moment. Uh, it's vaginal masturbation. And, mm. uh, and uh, you know, that, that it's, that's all it is. It's, it's kind of an empty gesture. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I, I think it contributes to all this different stuff. There's a lot of this stuff going on in our world. And, and uh, these chemicals, you know, recently... And and the power of it's pretty amazing. Um, like recently, I, I one of my dogs started. Uh, she's a female dog who's been fixed. She started leaking, and I went to the doctors, and I'm like, you know, she's she's leaking urine on the floor, and what's going on? And you know, she she can go pee outside. There's no problem there. And uh, he says, well, you know, this happens with uh, a lot of dogs. Uh, we you know we fixed her. We took out the insides, and so she doesn't have estrogen. So. They ended up having to give her uh, synthetic estrogen. This happened just a few weeks ago, and boom, just like night and day, no more problems. She's she's a much happier dog. She's got a lot more energy. She's having a great time now. And you know, whether you're a woman, you need estrogen. Man, you need testosterone. Uh, these things make a night and day difference in your countenance. Oh, they do. They do. Uh, you know, people don't understand. Uh, I I'll tell you a personal story uh, that. 
experience just recently. I, I took a, a three-week trip with my youngest daughter to New Zealand in December, and uh, we had a great time. And I was talking to my wife, and I generally, you know, I, I think you can tell I'm pretty, pretty funny guy, pretty easygoing. This and that. I, I mean, I, I'm not prone to uh, to uh, rages or whatever. I'm, I'm usually usually pretty pretty funny, pretty good going. Uh, except when you piss me off. There's no gradual. There's no gradual. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you got to kill somebody. I mean, that's just yeah, my rule. Yeah, yeah. Another good, another good reason for living in Vegas. There's plenty of desert. Yeah, uh, but uh, she was telling, she was talking to me, and she like go, like you're really, you know, we were like into this. Like you're, in, you're really negative. What's going on? You should be having the time of your life. And then I talked to her about two days later. She goes like, Are you taking your testosterone? I go, No, I left it because I didn't want to, you know, one bad day with a uh, a border agent. Uh, you know, even though even though everything yeah. I have is legal, you know, I got yeah. a description and all that stuff. You know, just a bad day before that, so I left it. And she said, "Boy, you are." She said, "I, you, I really, in terms of my my mental attitude uh-huh. about things. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't like a, a raving asshole, but I was a lot more negative than I normally am. I'm always yeah. a raving asshole, so maybe I do need to look at my testosterone. Yeah, yeah. One of the things about testosterone. Uh, like I'm on is that you don't become a raving asshole. If anything, you become a dick. Uh-huh. Well, so I'd rather be a dick than an asshole. A very hard dick. <laughs> oh, man. The low hanging fruit jokes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good when I can make a guy that's stand up comedian and laugh that hard. That's as, 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 I, as I said, that was I'm like such boring. an easy joke, too. Yeah. This is hard right there. And that, if that got any more low hanging than, uh, um, I don't know, there's a ball drop joke there somewhere, but I, I'm not going to go on the journey to find it. Um, so what, anything else we need to know about Horace to you and what you guys are doing there, uh, as we wrap up the show, yeah, anything more uh, we need to know? There's a, there's more coming, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about getting the testosterone. I mean, like you, and, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. not just you, but your website. But, but lots of other guys. So, so uh, you know, I, I think if I if I'm a guy or or uh, going with a guy, uh, the first thing that I would look at is my testosterone level. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that you know, finding a doctor that you're comfortable. Uh, I've been fortunate that I've always, even with the, even with the guy that went to jail, he was actually a very good doctor. He was just an arrogant prick, uh, which got him in trouble. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I've been pretty fortunate with with most of my doctors. And you know, take your time to find because this is a very important decision because you're going to have a long relationship with this doctor. So it, 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 it may be. So you I need to find a hot one. Yeah, find a hot one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got yeah, and so uh, and so you don't just marry one. Yeah, uh, they, they're all making a lot of money, so you better be making a lot of money too. I, I, that's pretty much any chick I've ever met in my life, buddy. Well, well I, I had a friend, some guy, actually, the guy I mentioned to Gary J. White said, "Yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, at age thirty, people, uh, women are more uh, are more interested in your wallet than they are in your abs." Uh, <laughs> that's true. Sure so, after twenty four or five, yeah. Uh, so, so I think I think that would be the, the biggest thing is I I look at, at my testosterone levels and find a good doctor who really understands what those numbers mean, rather because there's a lot of these clinics now that I've opened up, and some of my my suspicion is that some of them are just like cash cows. They have a yeah. one size fits all uh, uh, approach to this, and uh, and that's that's not good. That's not going to be good. Uh, the second thing is that, uh, you know, uh, if you go to my, like I said, I'm going to pitch my stuff, myjunkdoesnotwork.com. Myjunkdoesnotwork.com. Uh, that's right. Uh, you go there and you'll get the uh, uh, the interviews that I did with the doctors in great length, plus nice. a, lot of, a lot of bonus material. Um, and you'll also, you'll also get, now mind you, so this is important. You may want to write this down, Chris. All right. Three ways to get laid more frequently without begging. Um, escort agencies? 
No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. And not paid for it. That's, that's, that's the same as begging. Everyone pays. So three so ways. So you'll get, you'll get a report from you three ways to get more. My, 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 my insight, I'll have three ways to get laid more frequently without begging. All right. There you go. Yeah. And, um, uh, how many and, mistresses? And, and is it three one. mistresses? Is that the three ways? No, three no, mistresses? no, 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 no. This isn't a committed relationship. It's, it's all very well, I'm committed to three mistresses. Yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with three. <laughs> not, not right now. But if I give me some testosterone, I might. We got I'm stuff to do. We're gonna, we're gonna go back to hammer some nails, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna do some vaginal atrophy. No rejuvenation, not atrophy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's use, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure I'm using that word properly. I went to public school, so. So you know, so uh, give us your final plugs. Let let everyone know where they can find you on the interwebs. Okay, uh, so basically at uh, myjunkdoesnotwork.com, that's the number one place to go to because you can reach me from there from anywhere. Uh, also, my uh, blog is oldguytalks.com and uh, oldguytalks.com, and uh, that's where I have my interviews. Uh, we're uh, that's going to be changing here in just a, in, in a little bit. Going to kind of change the whole look about it. Uh, and the old guy talks about stuff that, well, most people don't want to talk about. As like talked about vaginal atrophy, vaginal rejuvenation. Uh, I talk about uh, what old guys need to know about menopause. Uh, talk about one. about uh, the uh, no sex marriage, masturbation, and infidelity. And uh, we we go places. We go places uh, where most people don't want to go to. Uh, I also do stuff like I, I had a chance to uh, speak with the uh, the head of the NFL uh, brain injury and concussion mm. uh, 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 thing. So it's not all it's not all just a relationship. I go there uh, talk about uh, healing therapies to heal muscles, uh, peptides, uh, stem cells. Uh, talk about relationships. $15,000 rocking chairs and, uh, and humidors. Humidors. There you go. I got uh, Daniel Marshall, who's a, a master humidor maker. His, his clients are like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Will Smith, every president of the United States, uh, including. Oh, the yeah. so, so, I mean, that, that's his client base. And uh, so nice. I, actually, I, I interviewed him about humidors. And he's actually fascinating, fascinating guy. Did so he, did he it, ever do it for JFK? JFK, I really love that. Uh, no, that he was he was he's, he's too young for JFK. Okay. But he did have he did have a special edition for Bill Clinton. Nice, that's nice. <laughs> Bill, Bill. I just got that joke. That took me a second. That took me a second. Wow. It's a humidor. It only holds. You're gonna need some time. special no, humidors for Bill Clinton. <laughs> I don't even know how you get that. Whatever, but uh, does it come with dresses? No. Anyway, um, not for Bill. Uh, anyway, it's been really awesome. Be sure to check out Oris's uh, website. I can tell you, I've watched a bunch of his videos. He's a very entertaining guy on Instagram, uh, his YouTube video channel and stuff. I think you'll like him. He does. He doesn't just talk about dicks and, and, uh, and stuff. He talks about, you know, just sometimes life and stuff. You're having some fun with, uh, you know, whatever's kind of bugging you for the day, a rant or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. doing a, a, a cigar and liquor night with uh, my friend named Larry Poppy who owns a, Sticks cigars and carefree Arizona, and we're nice. gonna sit down and uh, uh, we're gonna we'll be talking uh, about uh, cigars and a, and a liquor. He's got a baby bell or something like that. He's trying to get me back on bourbon. I'm uh, I had a bad experience when I was a, a, a senior in college with bourbon, haven't been able to drink it since then. Really, <laughs> wow. yeah, it's a lot. I said that was a long time ago, and uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a whiff, but I'll, I'll have sure, man. I'll have, my bucket, I'll have my bucket buddy handy in case I need it right away. All right. Well, if you're a, if a guy who's uh, starting to age there, you're seeing, if you're feeling your testosterone going down or other parts of you going down, <laughs> uh, be sure to check out, go to his website yeah. and learn more about it. You know, become more open about these things. That's the biggest problem that guys have. We don't talk about the stuff. We just kind of decide to go off and, I don't know, shoot safari animals and, and giraffes and shit and, and take on our anger. So uh, that or, you know, 
they, we do horrible things to our wives, which we shouldn't do, and end up in domestic violence court. So uh, have yourself looked at. Get your health uh, taken in place. Uh, check your space and and uh, learn some more about it. And the nice thing about Orest is with his videos and information, uh, you know, he kind of takes away that taboo, and you can feel like you're talking uh, to your best friend. And, you know, be, he can kind of save you from having to talk to your friends about it. I mean, usually I just, when I'm out fishing with my buddies, I whip it out, and I go, is this thing look hard enough to you? Um, and you don't have to do that now. So you can, uh, you can learn from his <laughs> knowledge base, take yeah. it from there. And that way you don't have to all go through all the bad experimentation that I'm sure you, you good, bad, and ugly that you went through when you were doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and talking to your, you can talk to your friends, uh, like talking to me is like talking to your friends instead of your probation officer. There you go. That's always a good thing. So that's what my probation officer tells me every time I go in to see the judge. So thanks for tuning in, folks. We really appreciate it. Thanks to Oris for being on the show. Give us a like, subscribe us on YouTube, hit that bell notification button. Be sure to refer the show to your friends. Please, please refer the show to your friends. If you love the show, you think it's funny, you think it's interesting, even if you hate it, go give it a great review on the iTunes and all that good stuff because that's the best way to get revenge on me if you hate the show. Go give me a five-star rating on the reviews. I really would be disappointed if you did that. That would really bug me if you hate the show. So anyway, we really appreciate your audience. Go to the CVPN, see all the seven podcasts that we do there. You can uh, subscribe to all of them. They're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, uh, TuneIn. Uh, There's there's so many places that the podcast is syndicated. You can get it everywhere on every different app you can uh, possibly think of. So be sure to check that out. Thanks, my audience, for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time.